Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Hey, we're going live. We're already live, everybody, so good morning. Welcome in to the Loretta McNary Show. And today is Tuesday, so we'll present Michael Farmer. Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our spiritual, personal coach, everybody, and we are so excited about today's show. Sorry you had to miss us last week, but we hope that you tuned in to some archives. And according to my report, you guys did. Uh, at least 1,200 of you tuned in to the archives last week, and we weren't even on, so I appreciate that. Anyway, welcome, Michael Farmer. Hello, Miss Loretta. It is so glad to be Oh, I, well, I am so glad to be back, and it is good to be back <laughs> on the air live. Cause there's nothing like having a, and what we like to say, an on time word from God. So that's I'm excited about being here and back and in the saddle and ready to dispense to God's people what He's given unto me. So I am chopping at the bits to spit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, believe it or not, we will be talking about what we we will be talking about what you've been pulling on me for about the past two weeks, two or three weeks, <laughs> and that's it. And that is the gift of the spirit, or what we call it, deliverance gift. Yeah. So it, it has finally come around. See, good things come to those who wait. And those who wait, and those who um, are educated, because I didn't know that there were, you know, three specific kind of gifts. I always thought they all fell under spiritual gifts. So had I known, I probably would have still been just as anxious and excited to talk about spiritual gifts, but I would have been a little more patient with you had I known there were ministry gifts and then there were also administrative gifts, or am I still confused? No, we, yeah, yeah, you have, you, have the, you have the ministry gifts, which is what we call the fivefold ministry found in Ephesians 4. And then, of course, we talked about on last time, which is we call the motivational gifts, which is found over in Romans 12. And we went through each one of those in detail. So if you want to, go back to the archives. I'm not going to recap because I'm ready to get into this because this is, this is the one that most people <laughs> rarely identify with because, because people like to see the spectacular. It's something about seeing. It's just amazing how people can gather around in a house burned to the ground and just stand there and all. Yeah. Because it's because it's spectacular and you gotta realize fire fire is a spirit. Fire is something that you can't touch. You can see it. Doesn't have any weight, yeah. but it has the it has the ability to bless and it has the ability to destroy just like anything God faced in the earth. So and he represents mm-hmm. he he always equates the Holy Spirit with fire. So he can either purify or he can destroy. Mm. I like that. Can, that I had looked at it that way, but that's true. You know, it can warm, it can comfort, it can provide light. So 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 mm. fire has a lot of meanings to it. And I don't even know why we're going down this down this road, but I think somebody <laughs> needs it. But 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 fire has that ability. Like I said, it has the ability to bless, and when it's out of control, it has the ability to destroy or to judge. Because when the earth is finally consumed, it's going to be consumed by what? Fire. Fire. Mm-hmm. 
which which represents, you know, the, the ultimate judgment of the earth, and we're going to come back and inherit a brand new earth, which has a brand new heaven, which means just sky above us. And I'm excited about today. Wow, it's been a, a lot has happened since the last time we talked. I'm not going to get to I may mention some of it. Yeah. Man, it is. God has been. Has I've been having surgery, spiritual surgery. <laughs> Uh-oh. Taking some things, taking some, taking some things out, and putting some things in, and taking me through some things, but it all works together for my good. So I'm, I'm excited yeah, about the beginning. Yep. So, so, uh, so, so with that said, of course, we talked about the motivational gifts, which, are, which I like to say, those are endowments. They, they, are, they are spirit, spiritually endowed to a believer uh, at birth, but it is pretty much maximize when you're in the body of Christ, but it, it is definitely for your generation that can be used naturally or, in, or in, in a spiritual manner. Today we're going to talk about the spiritual gifts, uh, which you have been really want to hear about, and, this, and that's found <laughs> over in Romans 12. A lot of, a lot a lot of controversy sur- surrounds this. It, it's, it's taught differently. Some people say it. It's not for the day. It's kind of passed out. It was only operative in the early church and all that. Well, well, the Holy Spirit is still alive, so I know it's not just for the early church. So we, uh, anything that that spiritual in nature is eternal in nature. I mean, it never goes away. And we're going to look at uh, how it operates today, and also, if time permits, we're going to look at, look at it, how it actually operated in Old Testament times. Mm. So, uh, okay. so we're going. So the Holy Spirit was moving then, and He's still moving today to get uh, everything moving and pointing to Jesus. That's what the Spirit's job is: always point to the Lordship of Jesus. So, mm-hmm. so anything that you attribute to the Holy the Spirit of God, and it doesn't point to the Lordship of Jesus, that's your litmus test. You know that it's not of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. So he always points to the lordship of Jesus. Oh man, if you don't get nothing else out of what we talked about, that I know you, it, right? You, you remember <laughs> that it always points to the lordship of Jesus. So, uh, so if you say the Holy Spirit told you to uh, divorce your spouse and go marry another, then you and you know that doesn't point to the lordship of Jesus. So you know, <laughs> you know your flesh was telling you to do that. You can't put that on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you need you need to put that on a demonic spirit. So let's uh, let's get into it. I can't even. I keep getting sidetracked. These nuggets keep coming up. That's all right. I'm taking notes. <laughs> but Romans 12, no, First Corinthians 12. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna read from the NIV today. It is, it is a really good uh, version of the Bible, and it's. And we're gonna start in that today. So Romans 12, the King James says. Let me get to King James here. Mm-hmm. Okay, King James version of Romans twelve coming up. But but I'm going to I'm I'm going to read from the King James. I'm going to go back and and just really uh, do the expository teaching on it uh, on in the, in the NIV, and it says now concerning spiritual. Gifts and that word gifts is actually trans inserted by the translators. They can say now concerning spiritual matters, but they chose the but the translators chose the word gifts. It wasn't in the original manuscript. 
Mm-hmm. But, but based on the context, they assumed that it, it was dealing with spiritual gifts or endowments or manifestations, and that's that's exactly what it's talking about. So they put the word gifts there. So that's that's something that that you can make a note of as well. So now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called it Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. There are differences of administration but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man, the prophet with all. Then, of course, it goes down and it's going to talk about uh, what we call the nine, those nine manifestations. And it says, for one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, is given by how, Loretta? It's given by, I'm sorry, I, I'm not following your question, because I'm taking notes. I told you this is, it says, you know, it says four to one. It says for one, four to one is given by the Spirit. That's, that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the key word. That's, that's, that's the one that you need to uh, underline because it is going to be inferred in every one. Okay. It's given four by to the one Spirit. is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, mm-hmm. to another by the Spirit, the word of knowledge by the same spirit where it says on the end. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healing. Notice it's plural on that word gifts of healing. Mm-hmm. To another gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. And to another divers of different kinds of tongues. To another interpretation of tongues. Verse 11 seals the deal, but all these work it that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally or individually as what? He wills. So these gifts are determined by the Holy Spirit, but the whole Godhead is actually involved. And we're going to mm-hmm. look at that. But we're going to look at that because and now, now I'm going to go into this. NIV. But before we do that, uh, let's let's go in and and, and categorize these uh, these gifts, and they fall into what they we break them down to what we call it in three categories. You have the power gifts. You have the revelation or the revelatory gifts of the spirit. Then you have the vocal gifts. And of course, we all like the power gifts. And power <laughs> is the is, is the working of miracles, faith, and gifts of healing. Those are the fall under the power category. Then you have the revelation or revelatory gifts, which is the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. And then there are three what we call the vocal gifts, which is prophecies, different kinds of tongues or languages, which is a better translation, 
and mm-hmm. the interpretation of tongues or those languages. So you can you can put those in those categories. It's not it, it doesn't affect either way. Just that they're just for the sake of teaching and sake of remembering. Yeah. Power, revelation, and vocal. Got it. Reaver, I got it. Reaver, reaver, reveal themselves through just supernatural power. One deals with is, is come through us through revelation, and one comes through us just simply through speaking. Now let's mm. now let's, let's 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 go back and read. I want to read this from the NIV because this will help you to understand what they're about. Because you got to think Paul is writing to the church at Corinth, and of course you, a lot of church, churches, other the members of the church in Corinth, had just become born again, and they were worshiping pagan gods and idol gods. So you got to think they were doing this before they received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And he's coming to set these things in order. He says, now about the gift of the Spirit. I'm reading from the NIV. Brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be uninformed. You know that you are pagans somehow or other. You are influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, there's one thing that you always have to remember. You can only say that Jesus is Lord by the conviction of the Holy Spirit, and that is one job, that's one of his jobs to, to the world, is to convince or to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. He has to, he has to be the one to convince you of sin. We can't do that. We can speak it. We can preach it. We can preach Jesus and him crucified. But it's the whole it's the operation of the Holy Spirit that has to con- convince that person in their heart that they are a sinner. And once they recognize that and, and, and truly realize that, then that's when that sense of unworthiness comes in. And then that's when you feel like you have to be rescued. And then you just reach out and say, no, Jesus is Lord. Jesus, you are now my boss. You are the leader of my life. And we've talked about this in other lessons. So I'm not going to get deep into that. But that, that's, one, that's one point I want to make in that verse 12, that no one can say that Jesus is Lord. How? Except by the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's right. Verse 4 says there, there are different kinds of gifts but the same Spirit distributes them. So in other words, the Holy Spirit, his job in it, he, he determines what gift is going to be used. The Holy okay. Spirit determines what gift is going to be used. Verse 5 says there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Now, this is Jesus. Jesus determines how the gift is going to be administered. Put it through the land of, land of hands or pouring oil on your head or telling you to dip in the water seven times, or he <laughs> determines the administration of the gift. And then lastly, Papa gets involved and says there are different kinds of workings or effects, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. So remember that. So the Trinity is involved in this, but the Holy Spirit has the leadership in it. Wow. 
but 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 they are all God because they 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 submit one to another and that's and their operation is so seamless <laughs> that we just call them God. But but there are three personalities in the Godhead, and that's that's a whole different teaching within itself. Three personalities yeah. within in in the Godhead, but they work. They are so united that it is completely seamless, unless we sit down and teach it like I'm doing now. Uh huh. So 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 if you say, well, is you know the well, well, child, the Holy Spirit really moved today. Child, you know, Jesus showed up and showed out, and then he said, Lord, you know, thank God, he. He gave me that miracle today, and you can be telling the truth in all three instances. Mm. Because that's how they operate, and the sad thing about it is that's how they want the church to operate. But it's so much division and contention, and everybody jockeying for position. When you don't have to jockey for position when when you realize that you're already seated together with him in heavenly places, you don't have to jockey for position. You realize exactly. that you're already there. And it's that's all there. important, yeah. You have already been exalted. So so, 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 what are you trying to exalt yourself in the earth when you've already been exalted spiritually? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that right now. Let's, let's, let's stay on course, Michael. Stay on course. <laughs> Verse, seven. <laughs> Verse 7 says, Now to each one... The manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. And now that word common good is the same thing that, that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and that's the word that it is expedient. Mm-hmm. So it is expedient for us that they manifest like this. It is for our good. It's not for them. It's for us. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it goes down to after the end of verse 8, it starts to break it down. It says, to one that is given through the spirit a message of wisdom. And I'm, I'm glad he put that qualifier in there. It is given through the Spirit. Through yeah. the Spirit, we just use ourselves to be as vessels to be used, but it's through him, not through us. It's through who? Through the Spirit. Through the Spirit. A mm-hmm. message of wisdom. We're just vessels. We're just tools in his hand. To another, a message of knowledge. By means of the same spirit to another faith, by the same spirit to another gift of healing, by that same, by that one spirit to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. Verse 11, all these are the works of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. And he's closed. Mm. So if someone comes to you and says, I have the gift of healing, no, you don't. It's he has the gift of healing. You're just a belt that he uses <laughs> to administer that gift. Exactly. So and 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 I, that's why I'm coming from the word. So if if you want to argue with me, you can you can argue with you can argue with the Holy Spirit. I just read it. It doesn't get any plainer than that. And then of course he, he goes on down and he uses the a natural example, which is the body, to further solidify what he's talking about. And we're not going to even deal with that on today. But 
you can reach that in your own spare time. Now, let's deal with each one of these individually. Okay. So let's back up to verse 8. Verse 8 says, to one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, or a word of wisdom, as the King James says. What is a word of wisdom? It is a word concerning something in the future. For instance, if he manifests to me and, and I speak to Loretta and said, you know, I, I, I see God opening up a, a brand new studio for you and it's going to be stocked with this particular thing and it's going to happen, then you know that's a word of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Something concerning your future. Got that? That's simple. It, it don't even take a whole lot of explaining. <laughs> and, and, these are one of the, and, and these are one of the vocal gifts. Yeah. It says, to another, the message of knowledge. And knowledge is something that concerns the present or the past. And and say I come to you and I and I it manifests and and I tell you something that you know I didn't know concerning something that you're probably going through now or something mm-hmm. that you went through in the past. That's a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge, okay. Simple, simple. And there's no, there's no complication to that. We we have a tendency to complicate stuff. Yeah. And that's that's another one of the vocal gifts. And it says to another faith by the same spirit. Now what it's talking about now now this is what we call special kind of faith. It is it is that super supernatural deposit of assurance for a particular event. And just say God speaks to me, comes to you and speaks through you and and you know he's speaking to you and saying, oh, Loretta, I, I, I want you to uh, prepare yourself. They're going to call you and they're going to invite you to be on the right red carpet at, at the Grammys and, and the Oscars. Mm. And, and right. you be like, and you be like, there is no way I can believe that, but Lord, because you spoke it, I'm, I'm going to act on your word. That's that's mm-hmm. what it. And 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 you know, and you know, I, can, I it sounds impossible. But I, I know I can do it, just like just like Peter. When when the storm was there, and and Peter said, "Lord, bid bid me that I come to you," and Jesus said, "Come." <laughs> and Peter stepped out of the boat and did what? Walked on water. That Walk that was, that took special kind of that took special assurance for him to step out there on that water and to begin to walk toward Jesus. Because remember, faith just simply means assurance. It means confidence. It means persuasion. It means trust. So it is. It is a what we call a supernatural manifestation of assurance and trust in the lordship of Jesus. And that's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Now remember, the Holy Spirit determines the gift. Jesus determines how it's going to be administered. God determines the effect. Wow. Okay, I didn't, okay, say that again. These are the three. I know, you, you you mentioned it before, and I'm taking my notes, man. This is, you just don't know how much you're teaching me. Oh, my goodness, I'm learning so much. So, so, uh, so, so once again, three, once again, for the, for the sake of my persuasive host, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to backtrack. <laughs> 
the, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit determines the gift, the manifestation of the gift, which and we just named the nine of them. We just read through the nine of them. So he determines what gift is going to be used. Jesus determines the administration of, of that gift or how, how that gift is going to be used. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, the Father determines the operation or the effect of that gift. Mm. I he determines how the message is, is is going to get to the one who is operating the gift. It's, it this basically deals with the giver. The administration deals with the receiver, for the most part. But it's, it's not limited to that. Because remember, God has said each one of us in the body how, as it pleases Him. And and he knows what what part of the body that needs to be edified or built up in this particular situation. So you got that, Loretta? I got it. I got it. I'm learning. Okay, so now 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 we now now we dealt with three. We dealt with the word of wisdom. Mhm. Which is the future word of, word of knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. Concerns the past or the present. Or the, or the, or the present. And to another faith, which yep. is just supernatural deposits of assurance that. Don't you remember when your parent said something to you when you were like a little small child and you just, and you knew that you had so much confidence in your parent that just because they said it, you knew that it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sure that's, did. That's, that's, that's what it is. And God does the same thing to us. Lord, just because you said it, I, I know it's going to happen. Why? Because I already confessed that Jesus is Lord. He just told them. He just told them that you can't say that Jesus is Lord by the Holy Spirit. And and saying that he is Lord is a confession. It's not, we're not getting people to quote it. They have to confess that. They have to come out of the depths of their being and they and they believe it. And they're, they're staking the whole of their life on that one confession that Jesus, you're Lord. You are Lord of everything I have, my life, my resources, my mind, my body. It's yours. Now, you, you tell me what I need to do with it. I'm, I'm just a steward over all of this stuff. Okay, let's move on wow. to the next one. Okay. At some point, somebody's going to get it. Somebody's, somebody's kind of jumping up and down right now. I can, I can, I can see it in the spirit. Yeah, other than me. Yeah, somebody other than me, because you know I am. <laughs> I'm like, okay. wow. Verse 10. Now, these are the ones that we like to see to another miracles or miraculous power, as the New uh, new International Version says. Miraculous powers. And that basically deals with creative ability or recreations or restoration. So once again, mm-hmm. so miracles deal with things that are being created, recreated, or restored. Three R's. No, I'm sorry, two R's. Yeah. <laughs> Creation, mm-hmm. create, recreate, or restorations. For instance, say you have had, say somebody is, Somebody's dead, and, and Jesus did it. 
<laughs> the the woman's son was dead. He 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 interrupts the procession. Tells the guy on the motorcycle, turn that siren off. He's not going <laughs> to the cemetery. He stopped. He stopped the procession, and he raises the guy from the dead. That's, that wow. that is a rest of he he restored this guy's life. That that is miraculous power. You know, can and 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 a, and a miracle like this, that supernatural intervention where you can't do anything but give God the glory. You know, mm-hmm. he is the he is the author and the finisher behind what just happened. I don't know way to explain it. So, so that is a manifestation of the spirit. But like I said, I don't want to give any examples because Holy Spirit determines the gift. Jesus determines how it's going to be administered. And the Father determines the effect. And there are so many instances in the Bible, especially when you look at when Jesus was there. And you got to think when Jesus was in the earth, he was led of the spirit and he was in constant communication with his father. So, so anytime he spoke or did anything, all three of them were already involved. So, and like I said, it's so seamless that we don't see it. But they're all there. Wow. Okay. And, uh, ready for the next one? I'm ready. Another one is, is the prophecy. Now, a, a prophecy is... Of course, we we hear the word prophecy kind of kicked around like an old can in the street. It, we we call anything prophecy these days. Don't don't test it with the word or the spirit or anything. But a prophecy is a, it's a word that's going to speak exhortation. It's going to exhort, which means encourage. It's going to speak edification, which is means there to build up. And it's also going to speak comfort. So exhortation, edification, and comfort. Mm. That's what the that's what a prophecy does. That's how you can know that a word of prophecy is going forward. Has it is it exhorting? Is it encouraging me to do something? Is it edifying me? Is it comforting me? Okay. That's what that's the true nature of prophecy. Because because even even. The prophets of old, when they prophesied for God to the children of Israel, even though they told them they was going into captivity, there was always a word of comfort behind it, promising them that they were going to come out and he was going to maintain a remnant because he had already made a covenant with David that that, that he had to make true, that the one of his descendants would always be on the throne. So if he allowed them to be wiped completely out in captivity, then that covenant never would, could have come to pass. So, so even though, and you got to think, prophecy is not always going to feel good. That's that's one thing I want you to, uh, to, cause sometimes for you to be built up, it's gonna, it's, it causes pain. As we said before, attention plus intention equals tension. If you want to build that muscle, you got to put some tension on that muscle, and it's going to hurt real bad. But when it recovers, that muscle is bigger and stronger than it was before you put that tension on it. 
So if someone prophesies to you and say, you know, God, look, I'm going to just prophesy to you, you, uh, you, you, I know you have diabetes, and 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 God is telling me that that you need to uh, change your diet, and um, there's a personal trainer in the studio, he's waiting for you to come. We're going to pay for it, and we're going to give you ten free sessions. And at the end of at the end of ten weeks, your diabetes will be gone. Now, some people wouldn't, wouldn't want that. They want you to just speak words or lay a hand. See, now and now we're trying to determine the administration of the gift and mm-hmm. the effect of the gift. No, just just listen. You you got the Trinity involved in this, and if you will listen to them. And, and do it exactly as they've told you to do it, then guess what? God has already determined what the effect is going to be at the end. So remember, prophecy is not always going to feel good. Right. It's not going to always prophesy about you, about a house, a car, and bills paid, paid and checks showing up in the mailbox. Oh, that's fine and good, but that's, that's not what prophecy it's not just limited to that. It's not always going to make you feel good. Sometimes he's going to give you something to do, like he told Naaman. He said, I, I just knew he was going to come out and, and just you know, let the city be gone. He said, no, he didn't even come. He sent his servant. And they mm-hmm. go, tell him to jump in, go tell him to jump in the river and dip himself seven times. And it was mad. He's trying to determine how the gift is going to be. Now, he came up for healing, and, and he was trying to tell the prophet how he wanted it, it to manifest and how he wanted to be, how he wanted to be administered. Yeah, sure did. You you can't do that. You got to get flesh out of the way. And it, and and then remember the preceding things to this. No man can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So I mean, you're His, and then He's dealing with the church. This is for the church. It's for the edification of the body of Christ. So remember that prophecy can sometimes produce discomfort. That's why the word comes to exhort, to encourage you, mm-hmm. to edify. Sometimes the same thing you have a disease in your body, they may, they, they may have to cut on you to get that disease out of there. But there's a period of recovery when you when it's going to come around and the disease is gone and you are, now you're whole, you're, you're back to where you were before the disease was there. So, so, so if if you're just addicted to a feel good gospel, then there's no way you're gonna submit to the to the gift of the spirit because it's gonna be way. Sometimes it, it'll be some stuff way out there <laughs> that he's gonna tell you to do. <laughs> All right, Loretta, you getting this? I'm getting this. Now we're on number three for the um for these. Now, 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 remember, I I'm doing it just for you. This is this is a special request message. <laughs> okay, so so we we so 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 miraculous power is is one of the as far as categories is concerned. Faith is one of the what we call the power gifts. Miracles is one of the power gifts, and prophecy is one of the vocal gifts. Okay. Okay, I got no, I'm sorry. I, 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 I got that wrong. I got that wrong. The 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 uh, word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. I'm sorry, is a revelation gift, not a vocal gift. 
it's done vocally, but it, it falls in the category of revelation. It's a right. revelation or revelatory gift. Prophecy, right, we, we talked about, about the, it's one of the it's it's one of the vocal gifts. Vocal. Uh-huh. So we got And remember these categories are not in the Bible. This is something just for the ease of study and for and for ease of uh reference and recall. That's simply what those are for. Power, yeah, revelation, and vocal. remember them better. Uh-huh. Exactly. And what we do at the end of the ones we go through this, we'll we'll recap and give you the right categories to put them in. Okay. Okay, we did, we just dealt with what? We just finished dealing with prophecy, right? Prophecy, uh-huh. To another distinguishing between spirits. I think the King James says to another discerning of spirits. And, and, and now this this only deals. Now, if you read this and all you think about is demonic spirits, then you, you, you're all face. Because some people just relate that to this. No, yeah. God can God give you ability to discern whether it's an angelic spirit, whether it's a demonic spirit, or was a holy spirit, or 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 it could be somebody's motive, a human spirit, the right. motive behind doing something. So if so yeah, you it, have it a sad be, spirit, you can you can feel their emotions in their spirit. Exactly. You know, I've heard so, so that person is sad. So exactly. So so those are the four spirits. Was it angelic? It lets you know where you dealt with an angel. I've I've I've, I've experienced that after the accident I had on uh, when my uh, vehicle flipped over three times. Mm. He he revealed to me there was there was an angel uh, that was standing there. And when he cause when he spoke, I was comforted just by his words. Mm. And the next one is a demonic spirit. I've I've had to. I ain't gonna say the privilege, but I had the opportunity, you know, <laughs> to, to to see into the demonic realm once before. And it is it is dark. You don't want to like that. And some people want to go into that, and they, you get sucked in and won't be able to come out. So mm-hmm. so like I said, quit. Don't determine which which one you're gonna deal with. <laughs> let let the Holy Spirit <laughs> show you whether something is, you know, and 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 it and and not just the dark side of that. He he revealed to you whether something. That have happened to you, whether it was angelic, whether demonic, whether it was the Holy Spirit in operation, or whether it was just you thinking this. Well, you you really wanting this. Well, you were moved by compassion to do a certain thing. So you have angelic, demonic, the Holy Spirit, and also human spirits. Mm-hmm. And human spirits, you basically deal with your, atti- your attitudes and your motives behind doing things. Yeah. And remember, who determines the gift? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit determines the gift. The Holy Spirit. Yes. All, 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 all we can do, and I'm, I'm going to insert that here, all we can do is covet earnestly, earnestly that the best gift be in operation for that time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be used through you. So we can covet, earnestly covet that, you know, a gift be in operation, but it's still up to the Holy Spirit, wasn't it? What's going to happen? But I'm gonna bust some bubbles on once we finish this whole thing because it's it's one avenue that we can take where we won't have to experience any of this, and 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 you can still see the result of all of this. You don't have to go through this, and you are actually in control of it. 
And, and we're gonna talk about that. Like I'm, I'm giving you that tip. We're gonna talk about that once we finish all. <laughs> once we finish all of them, there's a common den- denominator at the end of all three of these gifts. Whether it's ministry gifts, whether it's gifts of the spirit, whether it's motivational gifts, there's there's a motivator at the end of all of these that you can walk in and you can operate. You can get the effect of all of these gifts, and you are in control of it. So remember that. All right. So okay. remind me to uh, to talk about Loretta. I know you're making notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, another one the is denominator. Yeah. So 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 that was the discerning of spirit. Now now that is a a revelation or a revelatory gift too. Discerning of spirit is so he reveals. Well, off again, and I'm not gonna say it again for this angelic whether it's demonic, whether it's the Holy Spirit, or whether it's the human spirit. And human spirit basically deals with motives and attitudes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it says, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues. And that means different kinds of language. Now, now this is literally can, can manifest where, and I've heard some people say that they witnessed it, but I have never witnessed it personally, that they have, that they have spoken in a language have gone to other countries and were able to speak in this language, and when the when the translator was there, it was coming out in their perfect in that native tongue, and that person had no knowledge that they were doing that. Mm. Now, I, I personally have not had an opportunity to witness that, but I've heard a couple of testimonies testimonies to that to that degree. So once again, there is is the Speaking in different kinds of tongues, it actually happened on the day of Pentecost. Right. Well, these people were speaking in these languages. Remember, the Holy Spirit came in and it filled the room, so you know it's, you know it's a, uh, it was a uh, man, the gift of uh, the Holy Spirit was in operation because he the one that initiated the whole thing about sweeping into the room and filled all of them, and they began to speak with other tongues, and all the people who were there from all around heard them speak in their own language. That's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. That, that's almost like someone walks up to me today and they uh, and say they're speaking in Russian. And the Holy Spirit is giving me the interpretation of what they're saying as they speak it. That's what, that, that deals with the interpretation of those tongues. Mm-hmm. Then all, then, and then, of course, there, there's a gift of tongues that happens in church where a word goes forth in, in tongues, and then someone interprets. So it, it, it can work on the spiritual side of it, and it can work on the natural side of it. So, so like I said, don't limit it to, to just spirit, just spiritual side of tongues. It can deal with the natural, with just the natural side of language. Wow. Got that one, Loretta? I got that one. Okay. Now we've dealt with all nine of them, and of course the uh, prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues; those are your vocal gifts. So we we've dealt with all nine of these. Now let's let's recap all yeah, nine. Yeah, but of I miss one of the I miss one of the vocal. Uh, one of the vocal gifts is prophecies. We talked about how prophecies is for a, mm-hmm. ex, to exhort, edify, and comfort. <laughs> we talked about tongues. 
which is one manifestation, and then still to another interpretation of tongues. All those three are local. Okay. Okay. So I, I got confused then, when we were talking about the miraculous powers. No, miraculous powers is that's now now the working of miracles, that's that's that falls under the power. Working of miracles, special faith or just faith, and gifts of healings. We we talked about that. And I gave an example about the about the diabetes. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he determined where someone needs to be healed. No, you know something? We didn't deal with that one. I was talking about that. No, I forgot. We did skip over one. There was a healing. Yeah, it was just one that we skipped over. Oh, so, so let's, 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 let's close this out with healings. So the power gift is working with miracles, faith, and healings. Right. Okay. And and just remember, healing, and you, you can be healed physically. You can be healed what? Mentally. You could be healed emotionally. You could be healed financially. You could be healed socially. So that's why I said healings. I mean, there are gifts of healing. There's so many healings that you can, the word healing right. just means that, that you're made whole. That's what it means mm-hmm. for something to be healed. You know, relationships, sometimes relationships need to be healed between people. And and the Holy Spirit can can manifest in that and cause that to happen, especially if you want it to happen. And then and and you would know that the Holy Spirit did because you, like I said, it it's going to point what it's going to do, Loretta. It's going to point back to the Lordship to of Jesus. To the Lordship of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord, I, I you you answer my prayer. You you have two parties that would they want to deal with one another, and in their heart, both of them want to reconcile for years. And somehow they they met, and that healing took place. One part to be thinking one thing, and one part to be thinking another. Matter of fact, I think I think I witnessed. I I can't say it was a, a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, but I saw it happen between uh, Oprah Winfrey and a young a young Van Both of them had their ideas of why it happened, and both of them were wrong. If only mm-hmm. I had to sit down and communicate it. <laughs> You'd have to go through all that discomfort and wondering why. When all you have to do is just have a dialogue. Exactly. <laughs> Everything was it was just perceived though, which we know exactly is reality. So they each governed themselves according to what they thought happened and how they thought the other person felt about them. And then, of course, you know, gossip and rumors took place, too, so it kind of left you know, astray. Now, how much time we got now? Now, 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 we've dealt yeah. with those, and we've given, you, and we've given the, just you the three, what I call subcategories of those gifts of the spirit, power, revelation, and vocals. Mm-hmm. You got them, you got them, you got them written down correctly, Loretta? I have them written down in the correct order now. Okay, <laughs> good. Okay, oh, good. Awesome. Now, now there's is. actually some sort of a, of a reference to these gifts in the Old Testament. But it's actually speaking of Jesus himself. That's why I said it. If, if, if it points to the Lordship of Jesus, because you got to think all these gifts were resident in him when he was in earth. He's the one 
that gave gift to the body of Christ. He's the one that sent us the Holy Spirit. Jesus was behind all of that. So go to Isaiah 11. And, so where's that? Let's go to Isaiah chapter 11. And this is Isaiah prophesying of the coming of Jesus, of Jesus, of Yeshua. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that word. You, this is the third person I've heard say Yashir in the last yeah, that's, seven yeah, that's, days. That is the Hebrew, that's the Hebrew pronunciation of Jesus. And right. the grid that they are the the correct pronunciation of the Greek one is Iesus. Because in in either in, in either language the, the the J sound was really not present. It's only present in basically in English in English language. Yeah, and one of my friends people, was praying um at a meeting we were all at and and I had pieces first I'm like, okay and she kept referring to that, and in the spirit, in my spirit, I knew that she was referring because I knew her spirit. I knew she wasn't worshiping anybody other than God. So when she was yeah. saying, "Yeah, sure," I knew it. You know, it was revealed to me that she was saying Jesus. And then we, I went to another meeting um, Monday, and this um, faith-believing rabbi, Rabbi Chad, he uh-huh. of course. Um, talked about, yeah, sure, and now here you go, saying, I'm like, Lord, thank you so much, because I was like, when I first heard her, I was like, okay, okay, now, who is she praying to? And a spirit answered me and said that was, <laughs> I knew it was either Greek well, or Hebrew for Jesus. But you know something, and guess what? The Holy Spirit allowed you to discern that. That was a discerning of spirits right there. Mm-hmm. You knew the motive. You, like I said, you, you, you knew who the, who they were. You 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 knew the motives, you knew the love for God, and what did it do? What did it do? It still pointed back to the what? To the Lord, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, so there, so there you go. Yeah, it was good too because I asked the question in my spirit, and it was answered in my spirit, and I was able to really enjoy that prayer because it was a mighty prayer too. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. If you want to be around, if if, if you want to get some really. Uh, the revelatory gifts in operation is is be around what we call messianic Jews, Jews who believe in the lordship of Jesus. Oh man, you're talking about some rich, mm-hmm. rich, powerful revelation because because they can they can take the Old Testament and and just bring it forward and give you so much clear understanding of it. And and that, that's why we're here now in Isaiah 11, and I'm reading from the King James. It says, okay. and, there shall come, and it says, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And remember, Jesse was David's father. It said, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And this is making reference to uh, the Messiah coming, which is who we call Jesus, or Savior, Yahshua. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. In other words, he's not going to be in the flesh when he judges. He said, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. 
but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth, and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth or the word of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips, making reference to giving us the Holy Spirit, shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. And then he goes on talking about some other things that are going to happen. So in Isaiah uh um, chapter 11, verse 1 through 5, it is prophesying of Jesus and talking about all these different spirits that were going to be upon him. Now, if we at the time, and I'm not going to do it, you can actually take these these spirits and actually kind of do like a matching game of the gifts of the spirit that we not nine manifestations of the gift of the spirit and kind of put them into these. But we're not going to do that. I'm just giving you to, just for, you for reference. And, said, right. and once again, verse two says, "The spirit of the Lord shall, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him." And we know that happened because it says that John says that whoever he saw the spirit of God coming upon and remaining, then he knew that he was Messiah. John saw that, and he wrote that in in uh, in his letter. And then he heard the voice from heaven saying, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased." So you, now you know the spirit of God rested upon him. And it said, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, talking about that power, and the spirit of, of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And the word fear kind of deals with, with a right relationship, a, rever- a reverential relationship with the Lord. That means that you're in dread of him. It means reverence. And mm-hmm. shall make him a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he should not judge after the sight of his eye, need to reprove out his ear, so he's not going to judge about what he's seeing, about what he hears. He said, but with righteousness, he's going to judge. And then that's what he does. He judges us according to the standard he set, that he's given for the body of Christ today. And that standard is love. And he's, and he's also going to reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And what do you say what's going to happen to the meek of the earth? The meek, he says, they're going to inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girl of his loins and faithfulness the girl of his reins. And, of course, that can, that can, that can relate that over to us putting on the, the breastplate of righteousness, having our loins girded about with truth and taking the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith where we can quench all the fiery dots of the of the enemy. So wow, that is that's good stuff. That is, that good, is stuff. good stuff. But that's but for the sake of time we'd like to, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make that I'm, I'm my my goal is not to make this uh, a seminary. It just basically <laughs> gives you some information that you can actually take and apply to your life. I mean some of the and information. understand, too, what's going on in your life. I mean, this exactly. really helped me. So, Kim, do we have enough time to really talk about the uh, common denominator to use in the gifts? Yes. That you talked about? Uh, the, the, common, the common denominator that's in all of these gifts is love, L-O-V-E. And you just said that. Yeah, I figured yeah. that was it. Yeah, okay. it's love. love. 
because it says, because even even after the uh, even if you finish reading this, after you finish reading the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, he says, you know, I'm, he said, but you know, he said, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a more excellent way, and then it begins to talk about the subject of love. Even if, even if you never get a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, you can see the same power by walking in love. <laughs> That's true. Even even in the ministry gifts, which we're going to talk about next week, the ministry one the one of the main gifts of the of the, of the fivefold ministry gifts is to build the body of Christ up to the point where it begins to edify or build its own self up in what love. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And then the motivational gifts. Let's go over there so you can and yeah, you all can you all can study these on your own. Mystery gifts, Ephesians four, the ones we just talked about, First Corinthians twelve. It all ends with us walking in love. No, oh, it's Corinthians. I thought I, I thought it was. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Corinthians. I'm, I'm we heading with the Romans now. First Corinthians twelve. Thanks for that correction. Okay, so all the so those gifts are revealed in in First Corinthians twelve and not Romans twelve. Well, no, remember Romans twelve is the motivation of gifts. Okay. That's that's what we talked about last time, two weeks ago. We was going to say last week, but we went on last week, but the last show that we talked about. Okay. So Ephesians, okay, let me get it right. First Corinthians 12 are the spiritual gifts. Yeah, that's, that's what we just covered today. And motivation gifts are Romans 12. And Romans 12. And then the minister gifts are Ephesians. Ephesians 4. All right, I'm gonna get this right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get this right. Because remember, Loretta, at the once he finished talking about the motivation of gift, when he started, when he finished talking about mercy, right after he talked about the gift of mercy, verse nine says, "Let love be sincere." So, so all all of these gifts are tempered in love. It 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 always goes back to the love, and it always points to the Lordship of Jesus. It does, and like I said, always let that be your litmus test when people prophesy to you or you're seeing miracles like that. There's no way somebody's going to see a miracle happen and attribute it to the devil. You you know that person is, you know, you know he's not in the spirit. You know, you know who he's, who he's operating under. So if you're in a setting like that and they don't give glory to God or point to Jesus being Lord over all of this, then you, you know where you are. You you know what power they're doing this under. So that I mean that's a simple test that would that will end that will last, I'm sorry, to the end of time. Mm, beautiful. So always wow. remember that. Don't don't get sucked away by it because there's, there's a lot of stuff out there now. You got thousands of books, you got thousands of people on the radio and T V and you got Signs and ones are being committed, and all those signs and ones are not being being uh, committed by people who love Jesus. Now, some of this stuff can can be demonic in nature. Believe it or not, right. especially once you get outside, once, especially once you get outside the offices of the United States of America, you hear some you hear some stuff. Because remember Moses, when Moses threw his rod on the ground and turned to a serpent, guess what? Pharaoh's sorcerers did the same thing. 
It sure did. But Moses' big bad serpent, guess what? Well, God's big bad serpent ate up those counterfeit serpents. <laughs> 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 so, like I said, so so don't let signs and wonders, don't be drawn to signs and wonders unless you hear that person attribute to what's happening to the power and to the lordship of Jesus. If they're exalting themselves or if they're exalting some other power, then you need to run as fast as you can from that place. Amen. Because signs and wonders are for the unbeliever when it's all said and done. And, and, and I know people have a problem with that, but that's what the Word says, and it's true. That's right. The Word says because, it's true. Because we don't need signs and wonders to believe. We've already made that confession with our mouth. Nobody can say to Jesus, Lord, how, Loretta? Unless the Holy Spirit tells them. Exactly, but not Holy Spirit. <laughs> That's it. So yeah. don't believe the hype. Don't get sucked in. Have your guards up and don't let them down because in the times in which we live, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of counterfeit out there. There's a lot of people out there whose sole intent is to deceive, and that's what the Bible tells us. Even ministry gifts are there to deceive. That's what the Bible tells us. I'm coming straight out of the Bible. Read for yourself right. in season four. Ooh, this was good. So <laughs> next week really, we're going really to finish good. up this particular series talking about the ministry gifts or the fivefold ministry gifts. Apostles, prophets, Evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Teachers. It's going to be good. Going to be good. (laughs) It's definitely going to be good. And uh, make sure you take your notes and make sure you listen to this um, message because it will be archived and point your friends and families here. And we promise you it will point them to the Lordship of Jesus Christ because he is um, the reason for this show. We want everybody to know and experience him and all his glory and to have life more abundantly, like his word promises. And Michael oh, yeah. is our spiritual personal coach, and he is doing a fabulous job because I know if he is teaching me, I know he is teaching other people too. So I'm very grateful to you, Michael, for taking this time to share um, your gifts with us. <laughs> and I'm so happy that everybody's taking the time to listen, to listen to the show. And you may not get it today, it may not be tomorrow. But I promise if you don't give up, it will come. You will get it, and you will be better and more informed, and um, and that you can count that as knowledge and wisdom and understanding. It's a beautiful place to be. So anyway, everybody, we'll talk to you next Tuesday with Lorraine McNary presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our personal spiritual coach. Bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.